But that show is live. In- no. Well, how about that? Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm doing good now. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone, not just ladies and gentlemen, everyone who is whoever you are and however you choose to be identified, the tent is open for all. The best show is here. What are we going to do tonight? We're going to do the most. Most what? What are we doing? What's the topic again? Pet peeves. What? Who picked that out? I did. That's who. And that's why we're going to do it tonight. Your most unreasonable pet peeves. Here. On the best show, the phone number 201-332-3484. And that's the number to call in and get in on the action. And we got all sorts of stuff planned. And our special guest. The one... And only Jason Dudio Gore will be on the program tonight. Very exciting. And the clown prince of Bayonne, the guy who brings the yucks to all the people lined up at the green quick check. The one and only AP Mike is here as well the full house so why don't you come on in to the tent which isn't a house but you can live in a tent right and join us on the best show thank you now who uh, who, uh, uh, jason do you have any pet peeves for tonight i do yeah yeah any unreasonable ones I don't know if the the unreasonable part is a little hard for me because I feel that mine are reasonable. Everybody kind of feels theirs are at least somewhat reasonable. Yeah. But, but you got to know when you're slightly overreacting, I guess. Is that the difference? Yeah. When when you got to learn to let it go. So we'll focus on all of that biz and more tonight on the best show with our friends. The listeners. And what a great set of friends they are. And the phone number again, 201-332-3484. Mike, AP Mike, do you have any pet peeves that you'll bring up tonight? Yes, I do have one. Oh, there's a shocker. <laughs> I don't think for a little bit. The, the unreasonable part, like Jason said, is, I mean... It comes down to, though, when you know that you can maybe not indulge it, but you do. Yeah. I guess that's the part when we say unreasonable. Okay. Well, we'll find out what uh, what you got (laughs) up your sleeve as the show goes on. Any word on the... uh, Well, we'll talk about the standees later, the cardboard cutouts that I want in, in, in liquor stores. I still haven't got any concrete uh, manufacturer details yet, but got plenty of people done some good mock-ups. Yeah, no, I've I've, I've seen a couple. Yeah, really and good. we'll talk and we'll talk more about that as the show goes on. But now, without further ado, I say to you, it is time for you and me to start a show that 
I like to do each and every Tuesday, and that show is called The Best Show, and let's let it go. Here we go. Best show time. Ding dong. up everybody how are you tonight it's the best show here on a tuesday night in may of 2021 how about that you look back and you realize suddenly it's 2021 and here we are and we're all still hanging in there hopefully if and uh, hopefully you're hanging in there that's all you can do hang in there right it's all you can do. That's what I'm trying to do. Your guy Tommy's all little tired. He's a little tired. Why? Well, first of all, we just heard Hawkwind from uh from their Smash album. Uh now this is a funny album title. Doremi Fossil Latido. And I kind of think you're not going to get the joke on that one. But it's called Space is Deep, 1972, I believe. That's the good stuff. Back then, you picture a record label like United Artists Records being like, we got to find our Led Zeppelin. We'll sign Hawkwind. 
these guys could be like Led Zeppelin. So. Did they? I don't know. Maybe Hawkwind. Maybe maybe uh, Led Zeppelin were Atlantic Records Hawkwind. Who knows? It don't matter. Just as long. And I'll say this. Nothing really matters when it comes to this stuff. If you're doing the good stuff, that's all that matters. It don't matter what, what, what your band name is, what label you're on. Just do the good stuff. That's what we're doing over here, man. Best show. The good stuff. Why is that not a shirt? The best show. And in quotes, the good stuff. So, as I was saying, tonight's topic, unreasonable pet peeves that you may have, the things that get to you, that you gotta, you know, you're, you know, you're indulging your, your maybe what you would call your lower self. Is that fair to say? Where you're letting it get to you, but you let it get to you. We all got it. I got a few. We'll talk about it. So, Dudio. Yes. Jason Dudio Gore, how are you? I'm great. How are you? This is one of the guys, this is one of the good guys of podcasting. I know a lot of people, <laughs> know a lot of people get caught up in the villains of podcasting, whether it be uh, uh, the Joe Rogans or the, the, uh, the legions of skanks, whatever that's called. But this guy, he's one of the good guys of podcasting. I'm like that. I'm I'm known as the nice Joe Rogan. The nice Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Jason Gore, the nice Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't so, think that's good. I don't think I want to be known as that. Jason, the nice Joe Rogan yeah. Gore. Guys, you heard him. Don't make that stick. Yeah, I don't think we should. It's going to stick now just because I. Uh, no, I it won't. I'm telling Jason. Yeah. I'm telling them not to repeat it. <laughs> the listener, listeners, yeah, do not repeat that. Oh, they're going to repeat that. No, no, I'm asking them. Mike's yeah. already tweeted it, I'm sure. If you're listening to the show, I'm asking from the bottom of my heart, seriously. <laughs> this is a trap. Do not call Jason. <laughs> no, seriously, do not call Jason the nice Joe Rogan. I'd go with anti Joe Rogan. And okay, see that's better. I would take that. I would take that. Okay. That's a good one. And look, this Joe Rogan, he's uh I don't know what's going on over there. Wasn't this guy a comedian at one point? I know what's going on over there, Tom. What's that, Mike? Steroids. Allegedly. You know, you don't know anything. (laughs) That guy's so puffed up. It looks like his pores are gonna burst open. I mean, he's like a, a ripe grape. I mean, he's weird looking. Hey, I, you I apologize. Do, I am jealous of his. No, uh, I would not. Hold on, Jake. Mike, you apologize to Joe Rogan right now. I'm sorry. Say, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. No, no. I, I call I'm, him. I'm a straight shooter, Tom. I gotta be. I gotta be shooter. the straight shooter. Yeah. Oh no, this is gonna come I back to a, my a grown man. Looks like a, like a ripe, bur- like a ripe, ripe grape. I'm gonna call him a ripe grape. 
he has a, he has this amazing thing, and a lot of these super pumped uh, dudes have this thing where they're so in shape that they look incredibly out of shape. He he, he doesn't look healthy. No, they, that's yeah. what I mean. They don't look. They look like they look like they're in really bad health because yeah. they're in such good health. Yeah, he pants a lot. He he seems like he pants a lot. He looks like uh basically at this point he looks like a uh he looks like if you just uh, like a snowman if you took the middle section out. That's what he looks like. A little tiny head and this giant base. It's like where'd the middle part of the snowman go? The arms. Well, you know, what's what's he doing with those arms? You know, podcasting. I mean, he's using those arms to podcast, <laughs> Mike. Yeah, he pots up those. He pots up those faders <laughs> harder. Like he. Gr- <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I'm not going to pick on the guy. The guy's a, clearly a genius and <laughs> is clearly doing something right. I have never heard anyone sound more confident when he doesn't know what he's talking about. He'll. This is what Joe Rogan does. He'll say. So here's how it is. You have to realize what a lot of people like. He talks in this slow, measured voice. Yeah, all he's doing is burning clock while his brain tries to push the next word out onto the <laughs> launching pad. I think that's the name of his next podcast. I think he should launch Burning Clock. I mean, only burning in, clock. <laughs> only in America can a guy who used to encourage people to eat bugs, and now he's some sort of cultural. Zeitgeist, I, I, you know, I don't get it. I mean, I can't listen to him for more than ten minutes. I mean, I've what ten minutes? What are, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I can't do. You two can seconds. get through ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes you'll see something. Oh, he spoke to Dave Chappelle. You know, you know, Pat. Pat is uh, Pat is uh, noticeably silent. <laughs> he is just segment. fuming right now because he's the biggest Rogan head. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, you know me. I believe in. He's your just, guy. Redemption for all, and and when it comes to a, a class act like Joe Rogan, you know you gotta you gotta know that. Um, for anyone who doesn't know me, um, this is sarcasm, and I'm joking. So, <laughs> so, 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 no. My friends, a clip of me. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm gonna just say this: we're all cool, with Joe Rogan. Here, we all like him. Seriously, or just yeah. teasing. We all think he's awesome. We gotta say this because. His audience is maniacs. We got to say this. I want to get clonked over the head by a kettlebell. Are are you in in Austin, in Austin, Texas? Can you imagine if you owned a kettlebell shop in Austin, Texas? The money you're the you suddenly you're 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 living high on the hog now. If you're in Austin and you sell kettlebells, how many does he need though? Does he break them? Well, he's got these. He's got his 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 uh, his lackeys need them is that his gift like when you do the show you walk away with a kettlebell no but these people move down there and they're just like i'm gonna be more like joe so wait he's from he that's where he's based he's, yeah he, he left he's california he, he left california he made a big bold statement about how now he's uh it's funny how he did that he moved out of a state with state sales tax and then moved to a state with no state tax not sales tax, whatever it is. He moved to a state with no with no taxes. Texas has no tax, right? Am I right about that? No state tax. Yeah. No state tax. Yeah. That's funny, right? And it's funny that he moved there. Uh, he's a huge patriot. Huge. Yeah. Very patriotic. 
These people, all they do is talk about patriotism, patriotism, and they squeeze every nickel they can for themselves the last second. We got that big Spotify deal and then was like, I'm going to move. Yeah. Oh, no. It's funny funny how he moved. He moved before they hand him a check. Are you jealous of his uh, bunker, though? With like all the mall bar signs in it, it looks like a barbecue joint. No, it looks like it looks like he took over one of those railroad car diners, and it <laughs> tipped over somehow. Like it's at a forty-five degree <laughs> angle. Like it's so it's so unappealing. That's all I want to say to you. Does he have sidekicks? Does he have sidekicks? Yeah, I mean, does he have regular? Are you auditioning? Look, I, Mike, I don't. No, no, I'm just curious. Anymore. I mean. <laughs> I, I know very little about this show. You've listened to 10 minutes of it. I've listened to 10 minutes of it, yes. All right, all right calm down. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Everybody calm down. I feel like, I feel like uh, Dave Navarro doing a live finale of Ink Master when he can't even control the audience. I never saw anything. When they do these finales of a season of Ink Master, Dave Navarro goes and he, nobody on the show is a professional broadcaster. Literally nobody. It's Dave Navarro, these two tattoo mutants, and then tattoo artists on stage. Nobody has a background in broadcasting, so the show gets out of control immediately every time. And he has to go, okay, okay, we got to move on. We got to move on. All right, we got to move on. Because, like, he'll say, hey, so, so, and so, you didn't get along with this person. And they start arguing. It's, okay, we got to move on. We got to move on. Like, he's panicked. I love Ever them. heard I of love editing? Them. I mean, the show it's is live. edited. Mike, it's live. There's a live finale. Oh, oh it's live. Okay. Sorry. A live finale. Oh, okay. Ink Master. I like tattoos. I think they are fun. Like, that's the music to it. The words. I think I'd like to get me one. No, there's no words to it. I just put the dumbest words to this tough theme. You have All a right. tattoo, Tom? I do, Mike. I oh, do. you do? I a, okay. Yeah, I do. It's a ta- I didn't know it's a, that. Oh, it's of you. All these it's years. A, it's a tattoo of you. <laughs> and where is it? The bottom of your foot? No, no. It's right on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a giant back piece. Okay. <laughs> like Parker's back? Like what? That was a, a literary illusion. Flannery what? O'Connor, check it out. Oh, yeah, you got a check. Flat- oh, my God. <laughs> what, are we talking to Dennis Miller all of a sudden? Yeah, Flannery O'Connor, maybe you check it out. Yeah, Check more like out. Parker's back. Kind of like Parker's, Parker's back. back. Good yeah, story. Right. Right. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> check it out. Oh, is Check that a breezy? Out. That breezy one you want me to just blast through? <laughs> yeah, you just blast through. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's a small one, only four hundred pages. No, no, no. That's it's twenty pages, I think. This guy doesn't realize I'm still working my way. It's taken me six months to get up to up to country life in this Roxy Music magazine I've been reading. <laughs> I'm not reading huge books. I'm taking, take, everything is so slow right now. Mm-hmm. Mike, I'm recording this audio book every night. No, I know that's tough. But look, I'm just going to say this. What audio book you're asking? Oh, for It Never Ends, my book uh, that comes out July 6th. Uh, com. go there and you can pre-order from all sorts of places, big places, small places. The thing that you do is you go there and you pre-order it. We got something special coming up for the pre-order people going to announce and it's imminent. You're going to see it and you're going to flip. So anyway, we, uh, no, I got no tattoos, Mike. What, uh, uh, we got a good call, Pat. 
Full phones. Full phones. Uh, throw, throw me a good call, please. Hello? Hello, hi. Oh, hi, Tom. To whom am I speaking? It is Kate Lewis from Rochester. Your first name again, Caitlin? Caitlin, just Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin from Rochester. How are you tonight, Caitlin? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on in Rochester? Oh, um, well, I'm at Chess Club right now. We got two people playing on the board. And uh, besides that, it's a pretty nice night out. Nothing. Wait, say, say, say that again now. You're what? It's a chess club? Yeah, I'm at a chess club. Yeah. Was this like uh, uh, Queen's Gambit? It is uh, exactly like Queen's Gambit. Is like we're all orphans. That's about like orphans playing chess, right? Like a pretty orphan girl who plays chess. Look, this is all I need. You got any of those chess pills? <laughs> they got these pills. Apparently, they make some pills that if you take it, you can know how to play chess. And I certainly would like to get my hands. I'd like to be good at chess. I don't even know anything about chess. I would love to do this with, but I'd love to get some of these chess pills as they advertised on that show so I could be good at chess too. I always wondered if I went to like a park where they're playing chess and if I was, and I just pretended I knew how to play chess and like I just like slide pieces wherever you slide them. Just slide them anywhere that may, looks like what I've seen in movies and TV shows before. And then I just like tip tip a piece over and I go, okay, yeah, you got me. <laughs> That's all what would happen? Give up immediately? No, 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 I'll move pieces around. But after a while, I'll make like I lost. And I'll just be like, yeah, okay. And I'll tip one of the, the pieces over and go like, yeah, I fold. What do you say, fold? Like, like rather like the Rocky of chess, I think, where it's like you practice so much and you uh-huh. get Strong, and you start like running around on staircases and stuff, and then you're like, "Oh, I train like Rocky for no reason. This is not going to help me with chess. This ain't going to help my chess playing. This is not going to help my chess game at all. I will not know how to impassant. I gotta get good. I gotta get uh, good at this chess. I think I can do it. Well, you're always invited to my chess club on Tuesday night. Oh, you have a show to do. I do. Maybe we'll do it live from Rochester Chess Club. I don't know if I want Pat and Mike and who's the other one? Oh, his name is Fred. Oh, I don't want Fred there, especially yeah. not Mike, but not Fred either. No, Pat, you don't Pat, want it. Definitely not Fred. Now, look, this person can just let me talk for one second. Why would you say something so hurtful to good old Jason? Good old Jason. Jason Studio. Yeah. You hate hate him? You hate Jason? I don't I don't hate him. That's such a strong emotion. I'm completely neutral. I'm just saying I'm not inviting him to my chess club. What about What What's that? What about Fred? What was that? What about Fred? Yeah. You said that about Jason. You got Mike, you got me, you got Fred. 
Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals because I don't smell them? Oh, is Fred a real guy over there? No. I don't want to know him. I don't want to know him at all. Keep him out of my life. All right. You're, you're all, you're all, oh, I know who this is. I know who you are now. You're the one you where I wasn't sure if you even liked the show or not because you were so you were giving me the business, I, right? No. And then and then your friends are just like, she loves the show so much. I got all these emails. She, your fr- she loves the show so much. You gotta just trust it. She loves it. She loves the show I, so much. I love the show. I love it. I love it so much, Tom. It's my favorite thing to do. Is well, when you say it like that, it sounds like it sounds like you're being a little sarcastic, Caitlin. I'm sorry about that. Well, even that that sounded slightly more sarcastic. So, Caitlin, tell me what's a pet peeve you've got? What's an unreasonable pet peeve that you indulge? Well, here I have two. I have two for the topic. Let's hear it. One, I hate the feeling of jeans on my hands. Like, they, jeans can be anywhere else on my body if they touch my fingertips. I, I hate it. Say that again. You hate hands. No, I hate the feeling of jeans. Like jeans. Jeans. You know, like denim. Like, yeah. Um, I hate the feeling of denim on my hands, my fingertips. You okay, know, well, I'm going to tell you one thing you don't want to do then is uh, crowd surf, which uh, crowd, help Jay Leno crowd surf. Is Jay Leno always in like a Canadian tuxedo? Yes, absolutely. He always wears he I, always wears some, a lot of denim. I didn't know that about Jay Leno, but then again, like I don't know much about Jay Leno. Don't know much about Jay Leno. Don't know much about. I can't think of any talk show host that rhymes with Leno. So, okay, so you don't like the feel of denim on your hands. So, do you never wear uh, good old fashioned blue jeans? No, I wear jeans. I just don't touch them. Like when I put them on, it really grosses me out. Too. We got a robot that helps you put them on. We got Wally over there. I do it. I do not like it though. It gives me like some sort of weird anxiety. Like mm-hmm. there's just a the feel is gross. It's gross. Denim is gross feeling. Computer, help me put my jeans on. <sighs> so you don't like that? What's the other pet peeve you got? My other pet peeve is I don't like when people are annoyed that I snore. Like I can't control that. I'm asleep. You can't get annoyed at something I don't have control over because then I can't be a not annoying person. All right. Now you're, you're, you guys, people get mad at you for snoring. Who's getting mad at you? You know, the people who are in my bed listening to my snores. Mm-hmm. They hate it. 
And they're always like, you snore so loud. And I'm like, yeah, well, you chose to be here. Now, when you snore, did the covers literally go, when you go like, and breathe in, do they get pulled all the way up to your, up to your nose? And then when you go, do they, do they roll all the way down? Yeah, it's like a Looney Tune. It's exactly like a Looney Tune in my bed. Okay, I'm just asking. With my breath. Just asking. So you don't like that? You don't like any? You ever you ever think about getting those Breathe Right strips? Anything like that? My boyfriend keeps trying to get me one of those machines that are like, uh, oh, what are those breathing machines called? Huh? Iron lung, an iron lung. No, they're like the things that you wear on your face at night. They're really embarrassing. CPAP machine? A CPAP machine. Yes, that's right. Uh, He keeps trying to get me one of those, and it's like not a romantic gift, so I will not allow it. That's just rude. It's rude. Do you only allow romantic gifts? Uh, Yep. Okay, that's fair. I'm not judging it. Just curious. From everybody, though, like not just my boyfriends. I expect my mother to get me romantic gifts as well as like anybody else. Caitlin, I'm still not judging it. I know you want me to start judging it. I'm not judging it. Whatever, whatever makes you happy. Like, like, uh, like uh, Cheryl Crow said. Like, wait, can you sing it to me? No, you know the song. I don't have to sing it. No, I need a reference point, please. No, you can go look it up on on uh, your beloved Spotify later. Later, I have to look up Cheryl Crow later because you told me to. You could just so, yeah, yeah, pretty later. much. <sighs> Caitlin, I think you tonight are providing a few other people's pet peeves. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry, world. But I'm not a look. Did I say anything? No, I think you're a great caller. I like when you call the show and I hope you continue to call. Cheryl Crow. I don't know what I've done. So annoying. You're the one rejecting seeing me. Cheryl Crow. You are the uh, hang up. hang up on Caitlin, please. It's enough's enough. I'm guy. I'm not here to get shoved around to this degree. Get off my phone. Good old fashioned gomp. All right, give me another call, please. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. This is Kyle from Portland. Kyle from Portland, Maine or Oregon? Portland, Oregon. And what's going on in Oregon tonight? Well, it's a beautiful night here. I have been stuck inside. I had previously told you about my experience as a virtual audience member. Oh, that's right. You, sir, if I can call you, sir. (laughs) May I call you, sir? Of course. Sir, we love you. We love you, sir. What movie is that from, Kyle? I have no idea. Clifford. So, um, anyway... Uh, you called recently and told the tale of how you became might as well face it. I'm addicted to being in the audience of talk shows virtually. <laughs> and you put together, I watched a clip that, that, uh, Jason sent me of you doing your thing and pie. Oh my, you are all, you are doing it. 
<laughs> Thank you. Thanks. I was I was blown away by how how thrilling it was to watch you do your your thing of acting like acting just acting like you got problems that you don't actually have just to talk about them on television. <laughs> well, thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. So what's going on tonight, Kyle? Well, so I I was taping an episode of The Voice this evening, so I got right out of that. <laughs> and got right- Are you looking at your schedule? Oh, I got a voice taping at, uh, I got to be at a voice at 4.30 do that and then uh i gotta hurry on over to kelly clarkson show i gotta get on that zoom and uh, i gotta blast over be there in time uh to be on uh, comics unleashed (laughs) you'd be surprised but there are actually people out there who try to do more than one show at the same time Mm -hmm. now are you are you finding that there's a community of like-minded people I see people show up to shows who I recognize. Um, I, I have not reached out to them. I really hope they don't reach out to me. But uh, there, there are people out there who are doing this. Where they're like, hey, we, you know, you and I, we're on the same boat. We like going on these talk shows. <laughs> what a, we got to, we're, we're the same. And you're like, we're nothing alike. <laughs> you start to get yeah. mad at them. Exactly. I fear the day that I am contacted by anybody else who does this. Hmm. Well, I love that you've carved out your own little your own little uh, piece of the pie, so to speak. Thank you. Thank you. There's a new clip of me on uh, Doctor Phil. That's on Doctor Phil's website. It's very serious. Uh, so if you, if you oh get a chance, God. you can look that one up too. And what are you What are you saying on that clip? Last time you called, you were just like, boy, I don't know. I don't know if I should really go into this. Now you're like, yeah, check the Dr. Phil website out. There's a clip of me up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They did I'm it. on the chew. You catch me on the chew on Friday. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. are you saying on Dr. Phil? So they, they did a show yesterday about trans issues. So uh, it was... It was very serious, and I asked a very serious question about how we can support trans teenagers. Uh, and they they uh, put it onto their website under there's a there's a section that Dr. Phil does about it's called the bubble over my head. Okay. Asked asked uh, audience members questions. I asked a question. It was it was it was very serious. It was a more serious episode. So you know, I didn't want to be goofy or fake anything for that one. No, no. So, so you did. You didn't want to be goofy or what? Or just like fake something, you know? I didn't want to come up with a fake, fake situation. So you actually were real. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a spectrum, I'm sure, right? It is. It is. Well, look, I, I salute you, Kyle. You're doing it. You're doing us all proud. And uh, keep going. What's the next goal? What's the next goal for you? Is there is there is there a a white whale of shows you want to get on? What's the what's the what's the Moby Dick of virtual television shows? Um, well, I have been talking to a few producers about about coming on for a segment. 
So there's a about, few, about that you do this or just a segment about other things? No, no, no. Just, just like, you know, rather than just going in and doing a short little thing, actually going on and talking to, to the host and having some kind of a longer conversation. Like about what? Uh, whatever they want to really. I'm, I'm for hire. So oh my I mean, God. I can talk to them, them about anything. You're pretty amazing. <laughs> pretty amazing. I salute you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I called about the topic. However, you know, you should also see if there's any chance you do. Uh, you ever want to test snacks out? You want to try like different cookies and and things? Sure. I don't know. I think there might be a show that has an opening for that. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's an opening there. Jason, I'm still holding out hope. Oh, I gave up hope. That's that's not it. No, I'm still holding out hope. You can be back with the. She's not Doctor Drew. She's just Drew. Now, do you feel like who would you appear on Doctor Drew, uh, Kyle? Uh, I I don't think I've seen the show. He's he's the former MTV doctor, correct? He is. Yes, he's the former MTV doctor. It was him and Adam Carolla, and boy, oh boy, that was a that was a pairing, a match made in heaven. Uh, it really two guys. It really was like the. Uh, it really was like the Abbott and Costello or the Laurel and Hardy of yesteryear updated uh, with a cool modern edge, <laughs> right? Where it's like, this ain't your daddy's Martin and Lewis. <laughs> so what do you got for me, my friend? What's the, what's the, what do you got for the topic? So one of my pet peeves, this, this is, I, I know that I'm being crazy, but this has bothered me for years. It drives me crazy when I go to work and I hear somebody trying to be funny by quoting Saturday Night Live catchphrases. It drives you crazy when people try to do Saturday Night Live catchphrases to you? Like, what's one that they would do to you? So, like, if they say, uh, oh, like, what did you do this past weekend? And they're like, I watch football. The Bears. I was watching The Bears. And Hold then, on. Who's saying The Bears to you? <laughs> Seriously, this is this has happened to me. Uh, people, people who I work with. And you can't stand when they drop these when they get these SNL quotes wrong. The Bears. <laughs> well, it's not even getting them wrong. It's just that they're actually trying it. You know, they're trying to be funny by just being mm-hmm. very. Yeah very lazy about it. And mm-hmm. these are also the people who expect me to laugh the loudest when they do this. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I can just say, look, I'll talk more about SNL later, but um, yeah, that's, that's rough stuff. That's rough stuff. Chief. So anything else? That or, uh, yeah. Yeah. One more too. It drives me crazy when uh, people start talking on their phone when they're standing next to me in a public bathroom. Okay. Like, what are they talking about? Like, what do you, what have you overheard in the bath? Like, are they in the, in the stall? 
No, no, they're like they're like standing at the urinal next to me, and they're just they're just gabbing away to their girlfriend or something. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's just weird to me. It's weird that you would not be uncomfortable with. You wouldn't be worried about just dropping your phone. <laughs> they got it craned in the crick of their neck, trying to hold it in position. I don't get it. But Kyle, you know what I do get. Pleasure from every time you call. Uh, thanks, Tom. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're uh, now you're doing it. You're doing. Uh, I love it too. Um, let's um, let's you keep listening, and you get on more of these shows, and you tell me who you're where you're getting, and I can't wait to hear about it. I am doing it, Tom. Can't wait to tell you more. All right, you have a grand evening. You too. Thanks, Tom. Bye. And uh, the, the next call, please. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom Blake from Lower Newbridge Heights here. How's it going? Good, good. How are you tonight, Blake? I'm good. Just kicking back, loving the show, listening to the teams. It's pretty fun. Thanks. Yeah, it's a fun, a fun night. Having a good time. You checking? You hearing other people talk about what they're with the pet peeves? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, I I've got one if that's okay to add. Oh yeah. No, I would love to hear it. Well, at, at the risk of sounding like a fuddy duddy, um, look, I'm all for change and, and progress, but these, these current baseball uniforms, the, the pants specifically, I, I just don't see how you can't call them pajama bottoms. For the uniform pants. Yes. Yeah, they're so baggy. It's like they're how do they not trip over them? Yeah, I know I know what you mean. They're like they're like uh they're like 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 uh zoot suit pants from the twenties. <laughs> yes, and it's funny you say that because if Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle or, or any of those old school guys were were playing now I mean, they'd be having a heyday because they could hide like four cans of beer in their pants. Yeah, for the guys who were more party party mode back then, they would definitely have some some party supplies in their pants. Oh, um, yeah, it's like eighty percent of those guys were drunk during like all the games. I, I've done my research. Now you do yours. <laughs> sure, you put that. That's fair to put on everybody else. Um, but the um, with those pants, it's like you expect the like like they're they're you know they have the walk up music when they're going to go to the plate to bat. And if I had those baggy pants on, I would probably pick that song like one of those forties kind of songs. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like the Zoot Riot. Who did who did that song? Zoot Suit Riot. Was that the CPDs? I'm not going to say their name because it's offensive. Wait, who did who did Zoot Suit Riot? Look it up. I'll look it up. You look it up. I'll look it up too. We'll both look it up. All right, uh, racing, race, 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 race. Oh yeah, I was right. It's the CPDs. It's the CPDs. Yes, that was one of their. Um... And now they do just go by CPDs. Are you serious? No, 
I make I imagine that that might I was joking. Well, they're on my S hit list. The the CPDs are yeah. Yeah. It's uh well they they had their they had uh they had their moment in the sun. Well, they got their asses handed to them by the squirrel nut zippers, if you ask me. That was um that really was one of those things where the CPDs just went and they thought they could go toe to toe with the zips and nope. Um, better luck next time. That's right. No dice. It ain't gonna happen. Hey, no, I- no way. No, no way. No day. No day. What is that from? Because I say that frequently, and I, I always feel like I should attribute it to something. I'm not sure. Is it from a movie? I feel like it might be like mid-period happy days. No way, no. Like who? Who would have said that? Like, like you know how they were always introducing like like a new person for like an episode. Like there was Sticks, the the drummer, and then there mm-hmm. was there was like Fonzie's nephew. I feel like like someone like that would have said no way, no day, and they tried to get it yeah. on. But like, there's only one sit on it. Let's be honest. Sure, like a troubled teen would. Like would try to like Fonzie would try to like get the get them to to get in line and and they'd say to Fonzie no way no day exactly yeah and the the yeah. studio audience would go ooh ooh right oh I miss the oohs of 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 the old shows don't you yeah I wonder if at any point during those shows when the when like Fon to reference Happy Days again when like Fonzie would come to the door. And for the first time in the episode, and he's standing in the doorway, and the audience is cheering and hooting and howling, and Henry Winkler is just standing there waiting for them to stop. Like, he's standing there for a good 15 seconds. He's frustrated. He wants to start acting. He must have been so frustrated. Exactly. He wants to start the scene, because he's just like... Mr. Cunningham opens the front door, and then you see Fonzie standing there. And in real life... If suddenly someone was standing there, you wouldn't stare at them silently for 15 seconds before saying, how are you tonight? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess suspend suspend, uh, belief. I I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just saying, as an actor, you picture him being like, I need to play this real and I need to get to the, the heart of who this character is. And then the first scene he's in, he has to stand there waiting for the applause to stop. Right, right, yeah. Very frustrating. But, yeah, I mean, he's a consummate actor. He's great on Barry. Have you seen that? I have, yes. He's a, he's a good actor. Oh, he's great. He's great. Hey, well, let me get to my my next peeve, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, please, please. My, my big peeve is that so many people are so uptight about getting vaccinated. And I, I just wish everybody could relax about this, take a deep breath when it comes to getting their shots. It's like the more people who get it, the sooner we can all get back to some, some kind of normalcy. You know I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I've got a kiss cruise that, I, that I'm dying to go on. You're going to go on a kiss cruise. Oh yeah. 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 And, and it's like, there's no way I'm dying without hearing an acoustic. She's so European. All right. That's just, that's just a fact. Yeah, that there's no way if you're going to go on a kiss cruise, you don't want to get on the on the uh, on the upper deck when Kiss do a makeshift acoustic set. Yes, 
Yeah. Who doesn't love who doesn't love Kiss stripped down just all the volume and and any any traces of muscle on those already thin sounding records removed completely from the equation. Well, I I'll tell you. Your your focus is is immediately taken from what you just described and placed directly onto Gene Simmons as he humps that that acoustic Jackson bass that he holds at the strangest angle you've ever seen. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I like when they strip it away, then you really just get to focus on the craftsmanship of the the songwriting. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like I mean, I don't know if you ever heard of acoustic, but ladies in waiting, you know, so you've been to the market and the meat looks good tonight and the ladies in waiting will show you what it's all about. That lyric particularly shines acoustic. Oh, I'm sure. That must just, it must just shimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Not just shine. It must shimmer. So, so yeah, look, we could talk about the kiss crews all night, uh, Blake, but you are a hundred percent right when it comes to the vaccine and people getting the shot. People do seem to need some help, though, I guess, because some people really do get freaked out about it and they're worried about the vaccine. And it's it's that it's 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 a good thing and it's not something to be so scared of. Yeah, it's true. And, and, you know, it's interesting because that's actually what I I do for a living. Wait, what, what is what is what you do for a living? Well, I work in the health field, and I, I'm sort of, um, for lack of a better term, a, a a vax whisperer, which basically means I help people, um, you know, with their anxiety about getting vaccinated. Uh, and I, I do this through a series of subtle relaxation exercises. And if I could toot my horn, it's actually been pretty successful. And, and I, I go all over the Quint Cities helping people ease their anxiety about the shots. Okay. And uh, tell me, tell me like how, how? Well, I, I, I'd be glad to, to give you a little demonstration if, if you have a, a moment or two. Well, I mean, to be completely honest, I have had both, uh, both shots, but I'm sure there are people listening who are anxious about this and want the, you know, they're considering the vaccine, but they're anxious about it. So, I mean, I could, I could agree to like play the role of a patient in this, in this. That sounds great. That sounds great. I think, I think yeah. we're good for people. Let's, let's give it a shot. All right. So, um, all right. First, I just needed to take two deep breaths, just, One more. Perfect. Okay. Now, um, all right. Now, feel yourself relaxing a little bit more and more. All right. And you first, you feel that relaxation in the in, in the top of your head. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, slowly, that relaxation makes its way down through your neck down into your upper chest, slowly down into your arms, 
Now down into your stomach. Now into your upper haunches. Now into your lower haunches. Into your thighs. Your calves. Your feet. Right into your toes. Okay. Okay. Now, now imagine yourself in, in a place where you, you feel totally at peace. Now, this is a very personal thing. It, it can be anything. It can be a, a park, a beach you like, anywhere. Okay. Okay, so you're there? I am, yes. Great, great. All right, so now that you're in, a, in, in this peaceful place, let's bring the idea of, of the vaccine in, into the picture here. And uh, All right. Um, all right, so the vaccine is your friend. All right, and it's it's not something to be feared, and you know you've had a really heavy year, and um, you know you can't really go anywhere. You couldn't you couldn't really have any fun. You know all the things you did before the pandemic, you can't really do anymore. And it's like so. It's like once you get vaxxed, you know all that can come back. You can do whatever you want again. You know, and um, so. Okay. I'm relaxed. Okay. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, that's a hundred dollars cash. Great. Thank you. Okay. All right. Now you're going to feel a slight jab. Okay. It's not going to hurt. All right. Okay. Great. Great. Now let me just apply this band aid here and, uh, you are good to go, my friend. All right. Next. Okay. Hey, what's on right, cash? Are you there? All right. So you're going to feel a, sl- a slight jab, and it's uh, it's not going to hurt. But uh, okay, here we go. Are you ready? Very good. All right. Okay. So let me just apply this fun uh, band aid here, and you are good to go. All right. Moving. All right. Please, no, no eating in line. I'm serious. If I see anyone eating, your ass is going home, and, and I will remember your face. Okay. So don't try me. Blake. Okay, that's a hundred dollars cash. Okay. All right, I'm just gonna have a slight, slight prick here. All right, and you are good to go. All right, great, great. Okay, Blake. Yeah. Blake. Yeah. What? What? Uh. What? What are? What are you? What are you doing? Oh, I, I'm getting shots. Why? What do you mean you're giving shots? What does that mean? Oh, you know, I, I not only help relax people about getting the vaccine, I, I also give them the vaccine. You give people the vaccine? Yeah. Well, where where are you? I'm at home. Why? Okay, I'm a little, more than a little confused here. Um so you're vaccinating people from your home? Yeah. Which which vaccine are you using? Pfizer. All right, hold on. Now I'm coming out of this. Thing. Yeah, I was very relaxed. Now, 
So you're wait, you're authorized to administer the Pfizer vaccine from your home? I mean, I I had I've not heard it working like that at all. I didn't know that was a thing. Um all right, I'll come clean, okay? The vaccine that I'm administering, it's not technically the same formula as the other Pfizer vaccine, but it is really good. So what what, what do you mean by the other Pfizer vaccine? Well, in a delicious fluke, my last name is Pfizer. Um, It's spelled without the P, and it's actually pronounced Fitzer. But, I mean, now we're just splitting hairs, right? I mean, it's pretty much my birthright to do this. I, to do your birthright to to what to to make a vaccine and call it Pfizer and just remove a T. Well, first things first, though, Blake. Uh-huh. What what's in your vaccine? Well, I I can't say because my vaccine is it, it, it's a proprietary blend that that's still awaiting patent. Okay, so you're actually going to have your vaccine patented? No, I I said it's a waiting patent. See, I, I'm trying to get Patton Oswalt to tweet about it. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of followers, and, and I'll tell you, his endorsement could really put me on the map and get me that coveted blue check mark. I, I, I mean, if I can get that blue check mark, Blakey's life is going to be paved with gold, and we all know it. Well, seriously, Blake, I, I just got to say what you're doing here is it's very disturbing and it's very dangerous. All right. Look, truthfully, my vaccine, it, it, it's just soda water, uh, saline solution and, and a dash of diet Sprite extreme. I mean, it, it's it's totally harmless. It's It's totally harmless. But wait, but you're charging money for it and it's offering no protection against covid or does it uh-huh well no one's complained about being infected yet no one compl- okay no one's complained about being infected yet. how long have you been giving out these shots uh i started a couple hours ago oh this is blake blake this is terrible this is this is not right you can I mean how wait you you had said when you when you you're in the health field and w- what exactly does that mean okay that wait say i can i could barely hear anything you're saying don't mumble it yeah. I worship I dropped my wallet. Hang on. Yeah. You got all those hundreds in it. Of course you dropped it. It's probably heavy. Got like seven thousand dollars here. Yeah. Okay. Um I said I don't know, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something like I work as a janitor at Newbridge General and I publish a pamphlet containing flagrantly misleading information about the other vaccines that also features 40 completely fabricated testimonials about how much better my vaccine is. It was something like that. Yeah. Oh, something like that. Oh, just something like that, huh? Well, that's, that's gross. That is just so out of line and so abusive. 
for you to come on and act like you're some hero with the vaccine and the, the vaccine whisper, but you're just selling a, you're just making up, you're making your own vaccine. Oh no. Wait, what, what's that? Oh no. Oh my God. What, what's going on? I'm just peeking out the front door. Oh no. I, I, Everybody in that line outside must be listening to the best show on their hot pods right now. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's like that scene in Dracula where the villagers are outside Dracula's castle holding torches. Oh. I mean, I, I think you, I got to say, I think you have the wrong movie. I think, uh, I think that's Frankenstein. No, I'm pretty sure it's Dracula. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Frankenstein actually. Dracula was not terrorizing the villagers and where to where they would storm the castle. You know what? You are absolutely right. I'm thinking of Werewolf Academy 2. I did I've never seen Werewolf Academy 2, but I'll Oh, you got to see it. It's so good. You like it? Oh you my big... god, so good. I'm lo- I'm looking forward on VHS. I've got it on everything else, but I just think it'd be fun to have it on videotape. No, that'd be cool, right? Little put it on a little shelf. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh no! Oh my God, Tom! What's they, that? They breached. They breached the threshold to my house. No! Oh my God, Tom! Call the police! They're about to inject me with my own vaccine. Oh, so you don't want to be injected with your own vaccine, but you'll inject them? No! No! Oh! 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 Uh oh! What? Oh! Oh! Well, uh, what a time to find out I'm allergic to Diet Sprite Extreme. Oh, and I'm, well, Blake. Oh, it's just like when Rick Moranis pops out the night into the big balloon man in Ghostbusters. That's what it feels like? <laughs> well, Blake, I, I, I don't know. I guess you're going to have to go to see a, an actual doctor about this. I might. And like, it reminded me of that song from Ghostbusters. If there's something wrong, if there's something weird in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? Roy Ziegler? That's not, I heard that last week, but that's not the song from Ghostbusters. Blake? Oh, no. Oh, no. I hope, I hope they didn't get Blake. Hope they didn't get him. I think Blake might have done get got got got. Um, well, so where are we? Uh, what's going on? Saturday Night Live. Everybody watch Saturday Night Live. I gotta say, it was a classic episode. It was a classic, top to bottom. I just laughed and laughed and laughed. Ah, oh, that was a good one. What a fun, what a fun program that is. And what a, what an effervescent host, uh, uh, Elon Musk was. What a fun, what a fun guy. No, it was awful. It totally sucked. But the thing is, yeah, everybody's like, oh, Elon Musk sucked. It's like, yeah, he sure did. But guess what? And you can't pin that. You can't just pin that one on Elon Musk. 
And when that one cast member was like, first, you might want to start because he was like, what skits should I do when I'm on? And then uh, I forget who was it. Chris Red was like, well, maybe you could start by calling them sketches, not skits. I got bad news for you, Chris Red. You guys did a bunch of skits on that show. Those were skits. Those were summer camp level skits. I don't know what to say. Ay, 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 ay. Did you, who here, who here on the best show uh, team watched it? Not me. Pat didn't watch it. He took a stand. I noticed other people were taking stands. I noticed Z-Man, uh, my my guy Z-Man, and happy birthday to Z-Man, of course. We love you so much, Z-Man, and we wish you nothing but uh, the best that you had a birthday. Uh, He's just really busy. That's why I, I didn't see it. Sure. But Z-Man was like, don't watch it. He didn't want people watching it. That's why Plus, I watched it. That's why you did, because Z-Man said don't. Yeah. So then technically nobody watched it, because you canceled him out. Is that what that was like? We're both Nielsen households. You're both Nielsen households. Right. Okay. Well, that's... uh. So you really you really held out on uh, on Z-Man there. <laughs> you wouldn't give him his birthday wish. No. And again, I also want to say on a related note, I did hear... I believe last week or two weeks ago, I reported that uh, Wally Wacky Man was uh, had died from getting multiple uh, vaccine shots, and then he got hit by a bus. Um, I do want to say uh, that was wrong. I found out he is alive and well, and well. So, my 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 sympathies. For the my apologies to the family for the incorrect information. Wally Wacky Man, alive and well, better than ever. Some would say. Some would say better than ever. So yeah. So this Elon Musk, he comes out, does a monologue, and I'm like, what is this going to be? Like, there's that, there's that, there's that thirty seconds where you're like. This is about to go down, and what is this going to be? And you don't know where it's going, and you're like, I don't know what is going to happen. I truly, 90 minutes from now, I'll know what happened right now. I don't know what happened. And you're just you're just waiting to see what happened. And then like 90 minutes later, you're like, well, okay, that happened. Okay. It was an episode of Saturday Night Live. It stunk like 90% of the episodes. But he comes out and does the monologue. And first, he's got some he's got some interesting body language. I kind of like it. It's kind of like if somebody was operating a, operating a marionette that had like a one or two broken strings and it like dips at odd angles and kind of lunges forward occasionally. But look, he's not a performer. He ain't no performer. He ain't no comedian. Guy's just up there doing his thing, and it stinks. But you know who else stinks? Everybody else on that show stunk. This show's so bad. The Saturday Night Live is so bad. Get this. You know, what's the guy, Michael Che? 
Is that his name? Michael Che? Yes. It's so bad that he had to go get another sketch show. He's got a sketch show on Netflix now. It's almost it's like if you ever were if you weren't sure if SNL was bad or not, Michael Che just told you. He needed to go get an actual sketch show to do sketches. He's a, he's one of the head writers on a sketch show. Is that true? He's a head writer? Yeah. He's the head writer on a sketch show, and he's still just like, this place sucks. I want to do some sketches. Where on earth could I do them? Not at the job I have where I'm head writer at it. I got to go get a sketch show on Netflix. Let that sink in. Let that sink in if you're wondering what SNL's all about. This dude had to go get his own sketch show. A guy who's the head writer for a sketch show. I don't know. I saw these sketches on this thing. One one was worse than the next. And this fascination. SNL at some point's got to get over this fascination with talk shows. The show might as well change its name to talk show talk show parody night. Everything's a talk show parody. Talk shows don't even look like the talk shows they're parodying anymore. Talk shows have changed. Thoughts? Anyone? I like to watch uh, SNL in years. Okay. You haven't you didn't you didn't watch a few years ago? I'm sorry. That's all right. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> now look, Mike made a statement with it. No, he didn't. Just, Jason, you gotta realize he's a straight shooter. He really is. <laughs> he's a straight shooter. He said it. He said as much. <laughs> yeah. He says he's a straight shooter. And when you're dealing with a straight shooter, the thing you gotta realize you're gonna get shot. <laughs> I've been that's shot what straight shooters do. That's what straight shooters do. <laughs> yeah. They shoot. Boom, bing, don't bing, 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 right? Don't bring me up. Don't let me down. Right, Mike? Baby, yeah, are you singing? Well, let's do it. Lots of other things, guys, than me, yeah, right? Because yeah. I'm a real yeah, straight, straight shooter. shooter. Oh. Right. <laughs> Get a real Simon and Garfunkel thing going. The two of us is are, I tell you, when Tom and Mike sang, it was like one voice. They just wove the two voices just started weaving uh-huh. together. I couldn't tell whose voice was whose. Yeah, I think that Atlantic uh, Records contract was just canceled. <laughs> yeah, Ahmet Erdogan just turned around. He was he was he was on his way over. And he's listening. He's like, yeah, no thanks. So, yeah, so this SNL. So, Jason, as someone who does watch SNL, did you watch it? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we watched And look, it. you we might be exempt it. from this. I might, you might have to recuse yourself. Yeah, I'm going to recuse myself. You uh, recuse yourself. Uh, uh, am I bumming you out by talking about it? God, no. Huh. Okay, no. good. I just want to I, But I will, I, I will wasn't going to stop. I no. wasn't going to stop because you know why? I'm a straight shooter. And I just got Mike, shot. You're not the only straight shooter in town. <laughs> so, yeah, look. I, I did like the one sketch on uh, 
the one on. where he was Wario. Yeah, no, I, I, I knew you liked that best. one. You were so tweeting good. about it so much. I was like, thank you. Finally, a sketch I get. Um, Which one did you like? I liked the mom, the Disney mom, who was just really worn out. Ego's character. Ego's character. On uh, yes, Weekend Update. Uh, whatever, that was a great one. Character work. I, could do, I could do five of those a night. <laughs> I mean, God bless her. I could do five of those a night. I thought she did a good job. I could have I done that and four more. I might start doing some characters now. Maybe it's time for me to go back to doing characters. I think it's time. Do you remember Dutch? Anybody here remember Dutch? Mike might remember yeah, Dutch. Yeah, I remember Dutch. Dutch was great. Dutch was Dutch. a character idea. Yeah. It was going to be a yeah. one-person one show where I played a uh, like a Vietnam vet named Dutch and just like did it. It was just going to be like, oh, oh, really what it was going to be was just a cheap knockoff of Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> but it was going to be me because that's how many so many people make it. Leguizamo, Whoopi. They do these... What? <laughs> wasn't me. Wasn't me. There he is. The Bart Simpson <laughs> of the best show. Wasn't me. Um, no, the, 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 it's, it's, it's some of these people, they do these characters, one, one person shows where they're up there doing a character. I can start doing characters. You've done them, Jason. Oh, yeah. Jason You've done Gore's, them. Jason Gore's Midlife Crisis, uh, available online. Jason Gore's Midlife Crisis. I might have to start yeah. doing... I'm gonna have to do uh, my own show where I'm characters. One will be Dutch, where I'm just like, "This country is on trial." Like I'll just yell, "Like America, you abandoned!" Like I'll just like make it very heavy and serious, and then I'll do like a, then I'll do like a character to, like lighten it up. Like after everybody's like, "Wow, that was so heavy," and then I come out just like hear like uh, you'll hear like. Uh, airplane by uh red hot chili peppers like some music kids like we playing <laughs> and i'll come out hey bros what's up i'm a skater dude hey my my name is uh wheels i'm a skate dude what's up and i'll have a backwards baseball cap right i'll just be like i love going to the skate park Doing some ollies, doing a a, a three sixty. That's what I do, dude. And then I like to party. But then I'll talk. Then it'll shift, and I'll be like, I didn't talk about how my 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 skateboard buddy, uh, stretch. He's not here anymore. He's gone. Stretch, uh, stretch just left. And I, it's been hard ever since stretch left. And, uh, I don't want to go to the skate park as much anymore. Cut to black, hard cut to black. So that's two characters. That's two characters. For a half hour sketch show, you probably Mm -hmm. need, you probably need four more. Who said, uh, who said it's a half hour long? It's three and a half hours. <laughs> you, you need at least 18 more characters. Yeah, I'll, and I'll come up with them. I'll come yeah. up with 18 more. It's a sketch show. It's going to be it's going to be three and a half hours long. We're going to we're going to do it at the old the UCB theater out on 40th Street, whatever that is. Oh, that's good. Um, 
Oh no no, we're going back in. I I uh I found <laughs> an I found it I found an open window. <laughs> I'll just lay out uh I'll put one of those those yellow and black signs they do for filming purposes where it'll just say like like it'll say like T S U C B with an arrow pointing to the like follow this arrow. So I'll do Dutch the, the Vietnam vet, I'll do uh, wheels, the skateboard enthusiast, right? And then I'll do one where I'm like, I'm a baby. I'm a baby. Goo goo gaga. I played a baby. What, what's life going to be like? I'm a baby and I'm so excited about life. And then a newspaper will get set down in front of me. I'll be like, people are dying. Other people are hungry. They're not eating food. They can't get food. People don't have homes. Cut to black. And now you need like a, a pick me up. You need a you need a you need a pallet. You don't think wheels? You don't all... think wheels would cut it? No, I think that they're all pretty. They're all pretty emotional and dark. Look, this baby thing. I'm going to be going goo goo gaga and talking about diapers, all that yeah. stuff. No, it's nice at first, but then when you cut to the people are dying part. Okay. You don't think okay. <laughs> then I'll do a character where I'm like, I'm a hundred years old. I'm rich. I'm the richest man and I built up my fortune and I tell everyone what to do and they work for me. And I'm a mean old boss. And then I'll find a newspaper and it'll be like people seem to be having a hard time in these days in this life. They're dying. They're hungry. They don't have homes. Cut the black hard. I think these are all different enough, right? Yeah, no. What is that? Four? That's four. Okay. Sixteen more? Sixteen but- more. But I met a guy some online at a, a music festival. Hold on. Did you call these skits, Pat? No, I said you need some skits as well. I need some skits. I need some like interstitial music to like bridge yeah. the thing where suddenly it'd be like, like, I'll be up on stage and suddenly hear uh, like, Left, left, we got the winner's disease. <laughs> One play left, we got to get. Ha, ha, and when the night is calling, that's a good transition. You cannot find a friend, friend, right? No, you got the music in you, and I'll come out. Maybe, maybe I'll come out as the guy from New Radicals in a bucket hat. I'll be like, "Hey, dudes." I'm the guy from New Radicals. You only get what you give. One step left. Right? And then I'll find a newspaper. Man, the world is tough these days. Maybe the newspaper is uh, the problem. Well, I think that's the thread now. I think the show is just called the newspaper. I thought the show would be called Tom Sharpling's Cavalcade of Characters. So the newspaper is a surprise. The newspaper, yeah, I don't want the newspaper's a surprise. And Mike, you were saying I'm online for a concert. How about you're at a music festival? Mm-hmm. You're a guy online for the porta potty. Go. I'm a guy online for the porta potty. 
man, I wish this line would go faster. I really got to go to the bathroom and I don't want to miss Snow Patrol. <laughs> man, if I miss Snow Patrol, I'm going to flip. I'm going to flip. And I used to say, I'm going to flip. And that's my name is Flip. They call me Flip because I, when I get upset, I flip out. Man, if I miss Snow Patrol, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> and then I hear off in the distance, it ends with Snow Patrol. I can hear them playing mm-hmm. off in the distance. What song? What's a Snow Patrol song? You're asking me? What was that? I'm asking anybody. Chasing police calls or cars or something? Chasing cars. Is that Snow Patrol? What was the Snow Patrol song? They have the song Snow Patrol. We are the Snow Patrol, and we're here to rock and roll. We're going to have some fun tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Our name is Snow Patrol. It's time to rock and roll. It's time to have some fun, all right? Snow Patrol. Everybody want to tell you about Snow Patrol. I want to get with the thing with the Snow Patrol. Like, like a, that's their opener. That's it. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the opener. And then, okay, so then. Oh, man. Flip is missing it. I'm going to flip out. <laughs> and then I run the porta potties open. I got to hurry. I run in. And I go in and then a door opens and I come out. But now I come out slowly. And I'm holding a newspaper. <laughs> Ripped. I was like a ripped newspaper. I was like, <laughs> no toilet paper. I was just checking this newspaper out. The world is a messed up place. People are dying. People aren't getting food. Cut can, hard to black. Can newspaper have been on your foot and you realize it's like, wait, what's this? And yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. Exactly. I look down. I realize the, what's on my what's on my foot. What if we oh, have man, a- I'm going to flip out. Something's on my foot. What is it? It's a newspaper. What if you go into the port john mm-hmm. and then the port john turns on stage so we get the view of you in the port john as Flip so you can look down That's and pretty see. Good. That's good. It's going to call for some production value. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of newspapers. <laughs> and then what if I play a, uh, I'll play a five-year-old girl. I'll play... I should probably play the uh, coronavirus at some point. Yeah. Can right. You, can you do I'm Cuomo? The, what's that? You do Cuomo. I should do Cuomo. Yeah, I'll do so. Like I'll work a real character in. Should be should be Andrew Cuomo. Chris. Chris Cuomo. I, I yeah maybe maybe if you flip between the two like you like you're like you're turning around like one one side of you is dressed one way. Yeah, half. it's like Victor Victoria. I'll do the Victor Victoria with a- Andrew and Chris Cuomo. Perfect. <laughs> And then they'll both start arguing, and I'll be going back and forth and back and forth. Then a newspaper will fall from the rafters and land on the stage floor. I like this. This is good. This is good. Tom Sharpling's cavalcade of co- of characters at the abandoned UCB theater. Christmas Day. Right? Should I start on Christmas Day? Because theater will be back by Christmas. Oh, easily. Yeah. Tickets go on sale uh, October 1st. They'll line up at that TKTS uh, booth there in Times Square. It's the only way you can get tickets for the show. Yeah, you can't get them online. 
No, online at the theater box office, none of those are available. I love it. We're let's plan on it. Yeah, so look, SNL people got twisted about it's like there's been about a hundred people who've truly ruined the planet that have hosted that show. A hundred. There's been about a hundred cast members that have truly ruined the planet. Whatever. God bless you, SNL. I'd still, I'd still, uh, I wouldn't work there actually. What am I saying? I wanted to, I wanted to. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what a bad fit that would have been? Ay, ay, ay. Imagine me writing a uh, skit at 4.30 in the morning. Bad news, Jack. Sometimes it works out the way it's supposed to work out. I ain't supposed to be there. So, Pat, we got another call, please. Full phones. Full phones. And let's figure, we are going to wrap up in a half hour because I do have to save uh, my voice. I'm recording the audio book for It Never Ends, which comes out on July 6th. But I need to save these pipes. I got to save the pipes, everyone. I can't blow them out on the best show. Okay, here we go. Imagine what a bad fish that would have been. Ay, ay, ay. Wait, well, who's that? Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Matthew from Minnesota. Matthew from Minnesota. What's up, Matthew? Not much. How are you? I'm good. Where? Well, what's going on, Matthew? You, uh, you, uh, don't take this the wrong way. You, uh, are you on the younger side of things? Um, I'm like in the middle currently. I'm 13 years old currently. You're 13? Matthew, I got news for you. You're on the younger side of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Compared to like uh, uh, Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. He's on the older side of things. A 13-year-old's not in the middle. Okay. What would you consider the middle then? Like, it'd be 45 is the middle. 45? Yeah. Life is, life is, life is, can be short, but life can be long, Matthew. So what's going on, Matthew? Well, well, what's going on? How's, are you, are you zooming it for school still? Oh, no, I am currently in the school, but I don't know if it's going to work out so well. They're like half of my kids, half of the kids in the class are gone for like almost all my classes. So I don't know if we're going to get sent back to Zoom. I don't want to get sent back to Zoom. You like being there with your friends? Yeah. What's your favorite subject, Matthew? Um, that's hard. First one that comes to mind. First first thought. First thought? Probably superheroes. I'm a big fan of like Marvel and DC and stuff like that. Wait, they teach superheroes in your school? Oh, not, oh, oh, subject, like in school. In school, yeah, not in life, in school. Definitely art. Definitely art. Okay. What do you you like to draw? You like to paint? Yes. What are you good at? Um, I'm mostly, I'm mostly just sketch. I have a massive art book. Master, master, master of art. 
<laughs> is that you? Are you the master of art? I'm not the master of art. Not even close. I still have a lot to learn. I like it. I think you've got the right attitude, though, my my friend. Thank you. Um, I believe we have actually talked before about, do you remember, I was the person who called in about Alf versus Elf, the play. That was Alf versus Ulf? Elf. Elf, that's right. Alf versus Elf. I do remember that. Yeah, I asked the school to make us a play, and they said it would, it would be funny, but no. No? No, they didn't do it. Well, we could get them next time, right? You and me, we'll get them next time. Mm-hmm. Elf versus Elf. It was uh, it was there for the taking. It's their loss. Yeah. So you got some for the for the topic, my friend. Do you have yeah. a pet peeve? Is there a pet peeve in your life? Yes, one of my probably my one of my biggest pet peeves is um I cannot concentrate if I smell gum like mint gum, mostly minty. You don't like mint gum, eh? No, I do not. I don't like the taste of it. Whenever I smell it, I cannot think straight. You can't think straight if you even smell mint gum. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I get it. What do you do when they're chomping it near you? Do you run away? I don't run away. I just try to, like, I just try to focus on it mostly. You there's try not to focus on it? Or something. Could they give away mint? stuff, candies, whatever, during mm-hmm. tests. What kind of gum do you like? Um, I like the watermelon extra gum. You like, like watermelon, eh, huh? Yeah. You know what's funny about that? Is it, 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 it tastes nothing like watermelon. Isn't that weird? Where do they come up with these flavors where they're just like, yeah, this is watermelon. It's like, no, this is a series of chemicals that uh, you're calling watermelon. <laughs> there's literally nothing in common with watermelon. Uh-huh. It was like some mystery thing. It was, it was not good. Trust me. The mm-hmm. mystery, like a mystery gum. You, like, you want some mystery gum? You ever eat those jelly beans that you ain't sure what the what uh, what flavor they are, and then you look and it says uh, toilet on it or barf? Oh, like the gross gummies, I think they're called. Yeah. Or uh, I'm not sure. Who's talking back there? Is that uh, who's talking? Uh, uh, I I know you're talking about. Um, I have. Is there an adult talking in the back? Oh yeah, it's my stepdad Mike is here. Who's there? Oh, my stepdad Mike. We're currently outside. Um, okay. we're outside of our house currently. Do, do you like you get along with Mike? Yeah, um, we love listening to the show together. It's the best. Okay, here's what I want you to say to Mike. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah. Hold that. I want you to hold your palm of your hand out, right? Okay. Say, say, hey, Mike, what's wrong with this picture? What's wrong with this picture? Yeah, do it. Now do it. Let me hear it. Okay. Hey, Mike, what's wrong with this picture? I don't know. You could put some money in this hand. Put some money. I need some money in my hand. That's what's wrong with it. Yeah, I need some money, Mike. <laughs> what's, what's the money? 
Yeah. One mic. Okay, here's a drop a drop a, a drop a, a drop a fifty in my hand, cheapskate. Come on, yeah, come on. Drop a fifty in my hand, Mike. Let's no, call him cheapskate. Yeah, call him cheapskate. All right, come on, cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this literally the funniest thing I've ever this is well, look, Mike seems like a good guy. Um yeah. and you uh hopefully he will drop a fifty in your hand. Uh but don't yeah. get too twisted if he doesn't. Um, <laughs> well, look, try to stay away from the gum. Try to keep, uh, keep chomping down the good stuff, the watermelon gum. And you call me anytime you want. Of course. I'm thinking of calling in next week. You think about it. You give it some thought. And if you decide to, then we will talk next week. All right. Uh, have a good night. You too, Tom. Night. All right. Next call, please. Beshell, hi. Beshell, hi. Hello. Hello, hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Jeff in Austin. Jeff? Yes, Jeff in Austin. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing fine, doing very well. It's good to hear from you, Jeff. What's going on in Austin tonight? Um, in my garage, making some ceramics and pottery, listening to the best show. It's a pretty good night. It's raining out, it's cold, so that's yeah. all good. That sounds like a good night. Now, when you go, when you're in Austin, are the Austin City Limits literally a concert? Is that where those concerts take place? At the edge of town? At the, at the edge of town. Uh, no, it's like right in the middle. Right in the middle. So it's kind of a misnomer. It's kind of false advertising, eh? Yeah, maybe when it started out, it was maybe, you know, because Austin was a lot smaller when it started out. So maybe mm-hmm. back then, before I lived here. So I'm not sure. Now, what are you doing? Are you doing your part to keep Austin weird? I mean, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm an art teacher. A high school art teacher, so okay. I, I do my best, but it's it's hard work. Are you zooming it with the kids, or are you face? You're in Texas. You're you're probably uh, all face to face. Well, it's like half and half. Uh, well, mm-hmm. not even half and half. I would say like two thirds are zooming it in, and then the other third are in person. So I'll have like some classes with literally one kid in there, but maybe mm-hmm. some have like six kids in there. Maybe that's when you got to keep it weird. You got to say maybe a. What if you wore a mask upside down on your head? Or you wore two masks. Say like, I'm weird. I got two masks on. Keeping Austin weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know because I don't make them like turn their cameras on, so it's just kind of like all these names, all the remote learner kids are. It's just their names, so it's kind of like weird. I just get this weird constant flop sweat. Because I just don't know if they're reacting to me, like what they're if they're even there asleep or playing video games or what. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's it's kind of uh, driving me crazy. So I'm glad the the year will be ending soon. This weird year. That's good. And you read, then you pick it up in September, and maybe you start over again, and maybe things will be a little better. I hope so. I really hope so. This has been a everyone's just kind of done with this year. Students yeah. and teachers. 
you know it's a you know it's a pet peeve i i have an unreasonable pet peeve i have uh is uh if i like hold hold the door for somebody and then they walk through and they don't say thank you yeah <laughs> i mean look it's not the end of, is, is it great no it's not great but is it something i should get irked about no i shouldn't hold the door if i'm going to be irked about stuff like that do you think it's worse to be the person who just doesn't hold the door like you know like oh, wife, oh like, that would definitely be worse yeah that's the one that always like i, I grew up in canada so i have like an you know i'm a little obsessed with politeness and mm-hmm. it's just like like when someone does not hold a door for me it just feels like the the most insulting like just you know, aggressive. It feels very aggressive to me that they didn't hold the door for you. Yeah, like especially I'm like right behind them. It's like I'm you know like 15 feet away. That's one thing. But if I'm like right behind them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, I'll sometimes I'll go. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then what does that make me? What What am I at that point? I don't know. You're just frustrated because you have higher expectations for society. You're just mm-hmm. not getting getting you know the satisfaction of dealing with other humans. You know, you hold, you're, you're just expecting more from them than they're giving. Yeah. Uh, really you know, we try. Person in a way. Well, what, what, what are we, uh, what are we going to do? What about you? Do you have any pet peeves? I do. I have a, uh, yeah, they're really stupid, but I guess that's the kind of point, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That they're small, but they get to you anyway. Yeah. Like I hate when like people, abbreviate like words that are already really short like za i think is the is like the, the quintessential one for me like when people call pizza za like that just just it immediately irks me mm-hmm. like flying into a rage but mm-hmm. it just like, does irk me it just like doesn't sit well with me or like in texas you know there's the astros people call them the strows like that mm-hmm. makes it sound so terrible like it's, it's like just, you really need you removed one letter from it Right. It's like two syllables. You can't, yeah. you can't go that extra mile with it. And like strows just sounds awkward. Like Astros just flows better than strows, right? Like it's just like they're, I guess it's like a, maybe, you know, I don't, I'm not a big sports guy, but maybe you can speak to this. But like, you know, it's like sports people just really, really want to get familiar with their teams and their players. And, you know, I don't know. So they, they come up with these weird nicknames and abbreviations so these abbreviations drive you nuts a little bit yeah yeah well i gotta say they irk me too my friend yeah like it seems like forced whimsy you know like when it's like when people call mcdonald's mickey d's or something like mm-hmm. that it's just which is you- mickey d's but, 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 mcdonald's mickey d's three syllables same effort yeah, same thing and it also what it does is it makes McDonald's like it's your friend or something. Yeah, right. It's like uh, I'm going to Mickey D's. McDonald's ain't your friend, right? It's nobody's friend. Oh, he's my friend. No, I'm sorry. No, I'll say. I look. I'm with you on that. There's an overabundance of casualness in every form of everything that you're just like you're like 
really i gotta i gotta have a casual name for pizza one of the most casual foods ever and the name is pretty casual uh in and of itself pizza that's cat that's a pretty casual fun name right yeah it sounds fun right right off the bat out of the gate yeah I also, you know, what gets me is the um, when people say the, well, it's the blank of it all. Like, well, they'll say like, well, the Knicks are doing well because of the Julius Randall of it all, and you're like, oh, well, you can't just say like you're, they're doing well because of Julius Randall. Yeah, I don't know. There's something. There's there's a there's a weird there's a weird thing where everybody kind of talks like they write for a website now. <laughs> right. like they they write like they're writing website headlines, but right. look just like Twitter or like social media just like propagates that kind of these like you know just I don't know like the, again the like forced whimsy the like the fake cleverness or mm-hmm. I don't yeah and look it's okay don't bug me that much just little things so um yeah we're on the same page my friend. I'm glad to hear it, Tom. All right. Well, you have a grand evening, and thanks for the call. You too, sir. Thank you for everything, Tom. Well, sir, I like that. <laughs> have a good night. Yes, sir. No, sir. Where do I go, sir? What do I do, sir? Right? You know that song? Jason knows that song. Jason knows it. Yes, oh, yeah. Sir, Kinks? No, yeah, Kinks. Mike doesn't like stuff like that. Short, it's short. It's not. First of all, it's not originally written in the fifties and then played terribly in present day. <laughs> so he has a issue with that. It's not forty nine minutes long, and it doesn't have somebody screaming about a uh, uh, staring in a window or whatever that one guy in the that one guy in the Grateful Dead was always like staring in a window. Climbing up a ladder, starting to peep, starting to creep, whatever his deal was. Pat, how many more calls? Just two. I I put um I put the blocker on after we started. Perfect. Going. That is exactly what I would like you to have done, and you did it. So what's a what's a what's a what's a uh, uh, pet peeve of yours, Pat? A pet peeve, I guess we would call it, huh? Ooh. Or a pet peeve would be. Um, people and would you want that to be a segment of the show? Like, all right, it's time for the it's time for Pat Peeves. And the answer is yes. But okay. The uh, to, the the debut of Pat's Peeves would be people. Pat Peeves. Thank you. Uh, the just people that don't push in their chairs, uh, especially in public places. Like I used to work at a coffee shop, and it had narrow ways to get to the only bathroom. And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember, I remember venting about it to my then boss and I was just like, I was like, these people don't push in their chairs. Like they, you know, they mm-hmm. didn't learn this growing up, the manners, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then like he was eating at his own cafe a few days later and he got up and went to the bathroom and he didn't push his chair in and I'll never forget it. And I was just like, this guy, this guy. <laughs> you know, is selfish. I don't know. Yeah. Did you tell him? No, I just kind of, I just kind of in my mind gave him like a little, 
Hmm. You know. Yeah. Hmm. I gotcha. It's, okay. I hear you. And um, and then I I have I don't I guess that's more of a reasonable one, but um, you know I also have just some quirks about me. Uh, and this might be just on the mental health side, but like if somebody, if someone were to greet me and pat me on the back or just tap me on a, on the arm and say, Hey, you know, what's going on? Um, my mind goes crazy unless they tap me again. Like I need two taps. <laughs> that That's completely, tap, tap. but like, I just like, I need two instances of, of, of touch if there's going to be any sort of. Hey, how's it going? Or like, I'm just like, oh, my mind starts crawling. Like, I I go crazy. Mm-hmm. I go nuts. We were all doing well after the left hands of heist. You had two ta- two tap pat. <laughs> you had- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or anything. It doesn't have to be two. It just has to be more than one. Like yeah. even, even when my dog walks by, mm-hmm. bless her heart, she shows you know, compassion, uh, through, twice through her, her tail. She, she shows her affection through her tail. God bless her. I love this dog so much, but like if she's excited and she wants to give you a couple whaps on the tail, I'm like, I'm all for it. But if she walks yeah. by me, gives you one, you're like, gives me one. I I'm like, Hey, I need you. To, <laughs> I need you to come yeah. back here and whip that tail again. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And I, it, I got, I get it though. I get it. Completely unreasonable. It's 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 my own mental health battle, but it is real, and my, the alarms go off for no reason upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm on your side, Pat. You know. Yeah. How about you, Mike? I know you said that you don't think yours are uh, are uh, insignificant. Well, I mean, it could be lack of patience. I I, I was at the post office today, sending out some uh, merch. Okay. Sending out a, a headshot to Iceland. Soon you'll be mailing out these cardboard cutouts because <laughs> we are. I'm serious about this. <laughs> no, I need that's not going to work out. I mean, every oh, post office worker will hate me. Mike, right? Mike. When I get to the counter, they will they will stare at me and they will say, what is this? Then we'll figure that out. Then we'll figure that out. <laughs> I'm telling you, if we could figure out a way, well, maybe we'll ship them right from the, right from the factory then. Maybe a roll-up poster. I don't know. No, Mike. These things have to be cardboard, <laughs> life-size no. cardboard. It's, it's I need. You asshole. said you have a connection for it, Mike. Come on, give me the, <laughs> give me the, give me the standee connect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so I, need, anyway, I need some prices. <laughs> so anyway, I'm in the post office. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Iceland. I think this is the first headshot I've sent to Iceland. I've got a flag in I've got a flag in Iceland, Tom. So someone went to apmike.bandcamp.com, God help me for saying that, <laughs> and ordered one of your headshots and the Warhol you went, headshot. What's that? The Warhol. The Warhol one. I do a little fancy. artwork. I do a little artwork. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm waiting online and there's a woman at the counter and you know, God bless her. It's probably the only person she spoke to during the day, but she's having a lengthy conversation. Mm -hmm. And on any line, you have to be aware of your surroundings. If I'm online and there's people behind me, I'm not going to chat with the person at the counter. I want to get done as quickly as possible. 
And this woman just could not, could not get that together. She okay. was chatting. She was fumbling. She didn't have her money ready. I mean, it was a good, it was a good fifteen minute encounter with the the clerk. Okay. And it, and you know the line is growing as as this continues. I uttered a uh, "Oh brother" beneath my uh, neck gaiter, and uh, it was it was low. I don't think she heard me. But I was okay. losing my patience, so it was a it was a pet peeve. Uh, um, similar, similarly, I, I like to be considerate to other people. I, when I'm in a, a, a theater, J- Jason has witnessed this. I will not be the guy who who takes the first seat on the aisle when the, the row is empty. This is true. So mm-hmm. everybody has to climb over me as they get into the row. You go about okay. five in. Yeah, and and it and it can it can cost me. It, it, it you know. But let me get a visual on this. What are you doing? I go to the middle of the row when the row is empty, rather than be the guy who's, who's who sits in the first. You know, the guy who wants to get out quickly. I understand. You know, you, you sit on the end of the aisle. Uh, on uh, you know the last seat on the row, so you're right on the aisle to get out. So okay. you know you Mike, get the quick quick escape. Mike did this at my show. And I came, paid the price. Uh, when yeah. he came to see it, he came in, and I I look out. I always would look out at the audience before I did a show, just to see uh, what it looks like. And all I see, Mike, he's about five or six seats in with a whole like Midwest family sitting next to him, like four <laughs> children, mm-hmm. two parents, and a nine year old next to me. Yeah, because you had to sit where you needed to sit. I tried to be considerate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that whole family was able to. Get in to that road altogether. Okay, they didn't have to split up into different rows. Mm-hmm. I did that, this. Look, that's that's considerate. <laughs> I did this at a at Kate Winslet. She she did a personal appearance at uh, NYU. My brother had some sort. There was some sort of movie series going on there, and there'd be a speaker before the movie. And I did that for Kate Winslet. And I was, I'm in the middle of the row. The place is packed out. There's not an empty seat in the theater. And she just bored me to tears. Tom, it, it was so, it was so tedious. She was talking about her personal life, things going on, and it wasn't interesting. I wanted to slip my throat. It was so boring. But I was locked in. You know, I couldn't get out. I wasn't going to be the guy that climbs over 20 people because, you know, this thing is killing me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, I paid the price for being so considerate. (laughs) Sure. You got trapped. I got trapped. Yeah. And I had to pay the price. So never again. Well, no, I'm I'm always going to do it because I'm not going to be that jerk. But you're you're going to be strategic about it. It's it's it's. I mean, it's annoying to have to get up every time somebody wants to sit in a row. I mean, that's annoying too. But well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you you got your thing, and you pay a price for your thing. Yeah. All right, and Jason, you have any uh, any ones that come to mind? Yeah, I got a couple. I don't like you know when you're at a rock show and those dudes like you know the crowd's pretty full. 
and I don't like the dudes later. Excuse me, excuse me, and they keep they they push by you to get to the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like no, those guys. And they come like back guys. out. They they like you are that walkway. They yeah, no, they've, they've established the path they're taking. Yes, and they walk that path, and yeah. um, it's like I'm a, it's like I'm a marker, like big dude, uh, go that way. Yeah, well, now I get that. I don't like it. It seems like I'm always the one. It seems like I'm always in the path somehow. Yeah, I don't get it. So, yeah. so, so that gets you. That gets me. Uh, TV shows that you know you've done you've done a few times. You had some fun, and then they ghost you. Mm-hmm. That's uh, sure that gets to you. I I can understand me. that. It gets under the skin. Oh, I, you, know, I you mean, think I, you had a really fun time? Mm-hmm. You ate some snacks together. Every everyone enjoyed it. And then oh, uh, look, I, I, and then I, nothing. I hear you. Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm yeah, I, no, no, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. Look, it's not over. Oh, it's done. It's not over. Yeah. You're coming back. I got a good feeling about this. We'll see. You're coming what shows back. Are in LA? What's that? What shows are in LA? You're I didn't talk back. to Kyle. You're coming back. You and Kyle can <laughs> figure it out. Well, look, everybody's got their things. You're doing good. You're all, we all got them. Jason's going to get a call the, the day he moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah they're like hey can you do drew yeah mark my words the day the day or the day after mm-hmm. right yeah no i hear you i hear you but look i think it's gonna work out pat give me another one of these calls please and we'll wrap it up i gotta save these pipes for the uh for the it never ends audio book being recorded now <laughs> best show hi uh hi tom Hi. Hi. <laughs> Who am I speaking? Uh, this is Keith in Lancaster, PA. Hi, Keith. What's going on in Lancaster tonight? Um, I didn't think I was going to get through. Um, I've listened to the show for a while, but I work early in the morning, so I this is the first time I've actually called in or listened real time. Um, so I know you want to finish the show. You'd probably prefer I skip to the... Uh, the topic my friend it's you it's me we're talking you don't worry about anything what's going on okay well i just wanted to tell you that last week i was gonna stay up and i was gonna call in but i was like i gotta get up at 5 30 and i went to bed and then i dreamed about the best show like it felt like all night it was really weird and uh the weird thing was it was like you had a party in your house and you lived in a derelict mansion and uh there were just people in mascot costumes i'm not making this up this is this is really was my dream and uh i had to use the bathroom and your bathrooms were all either out of service or in glass boxes where everybody could see you that was terrible well that's a weird dream that's a weird one and I maybe wasn't going to mention the dream, but one of my favorite albums has the lyric something like, uh, nobody wants to hear about your dream unless you dream about them. And I thought, well, I dreamed about Tom, so maybe I could tell Tom about the dream. And what album is that? Uh, Perfect From Now On, from Built to Spill. Do you know that band? I do know that band. I never got all the way in. 
I like I like the stuff I know, but I never got all the way in. A lot of people never get all the way in, and that's okay. So, uh, but yeah, I'm 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 happy that I'm I'm talking to you, and I I do have one for the topic. What do you got? Let's hear it. Well, um, it drives my family crazy, but I when I'm watching TV. Most of it's filmed in Los Angeles, and I've traveled a lot. I was in a band that toured, and and so I. What band? I, Do I know the band? No, I don't. I don't think you know the band. <laughs> I really probably played with many bands that you know, but I don't. Who's the biggest band you played with? Oh man, I don't know. We were in the mid two thousands. We were opening for a lot of people. We played with bands like Coheed and Cambria and all of that sort of band. Um, sure. uh, trying to think who else. I don't know. That doesn't matter. I don't want to. Okay. All right. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. That's fine. No, I, I, I don't know. We, I, you know, when you were talking to Jay Maskus, I had forgotten until you were talking to him that our, we had a manager. back. Did I actually talk to Jay Maskus? I'm still not sure if I did. <laughs> a little bit like, yeah it was, I, I enjoyed that show a lot well good I did too all kidding aside I did enjoy it he held back a little bit on me but you know what are you going to do <laughs> uh, I, I, we at that time we had a manager that had told us that if our little indie label would put up the money they would get us on tour with Dinosaur Jr. and I didn't I didn't know that was the sort of thing people did, but our our label was like, uh, no thanks. So that would have been cool, but okay, yeah. Well, look, you have your weird dreams. Tell me, tell me, tell me more. Tell me the thing though. What do you got for this? Okay. Uh, uh, well, so if I'm watching television and a show is set somewhere, and I can see, I'm I'm like a nature nerd kind of person. So I know trees and stuff and I can see the trees in the background and the plants in the background. And I just know that it's all Los Angeles. Sure. It drives me nuts. Like, so even if it's not a palm tree, it's like all of those eucalyptus trees that are everywhere in Los Angeles, or it's like that same park where they film everything that's supposed to be in the woods. Um, Mm -hmm. it makes me crazy, but my family and everybody around me just is, has no patience for my, my irritation at uh, like Parks and Rec, The Office, any of those kind of shows. They, I just see it, and I know that it doesn't matter. I know it's suspension of disbelief, but I, I can't stand it. Well, you got to get past it, my friend. I, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, like when you see uh, the the what's supposed to be like Korea for MASH, and then you're like, yeah, those are just hills in California. Yeah, it's like it looks like Ventura County or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. yeah. Well, that's a good I, one. I can't, it it blocks my enjoyment of the show, and I I know that that's my problem, not not the it their problem. So. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks so much for the call. Hey, thanks for talking, Tom. Have a great night. Good night. Final call. Final call. Best show. Hi. They hung up, Tom. Well, Pat, would you look at that? Did he? Is, re- that a, 
Is that a Pat Peeve? <laughs> it might be. Did Pat that, Peeve. Did that, thank you, Jason. Did that last caller mention what band he was in? He did not. Built he spill. clearly did not want to. Okay. He was in Built to Spill. He was not in Built to Spill. That He made me think of, of another pet peeve, though. Pat Peeve. What's that? When you're watching the first episode of the of a, of the first show that you know like when it when a show is new and it's the first a pilot episode, yeah a pilot even even just like first couple episodes and they're just like they're just laying on the exposition like way too hard where it's just like yeah. you're you're like we get it you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to explain this much it's just like excessive it seems it seems sure. like it's getting worse and on shows i always love on a show like that pat when somebody's like well what are we gonna do baby brother like they say these things that no one would ever say in real life where they're just like well look at you the winner of the best journalism award last year and what are you doing with yourself now like they yeah no one's ever spoken like that ever ever yeah it drives me nuts i hear you i'm with you Pat, you know, you know, it's going to drive me nuts mm. ending the best show earlier than I like to, because I got to save these pipes, save the pipes, save the pipes, save the pipes. Save the pipes. Save the pipes. Well, my friends, the time has come. The best show must say farewell for another Tuesday night. We will be back next week and we got a great show planned for you. Some good fun in the pipeline. And I salute all of you who called tonight, and I thank everybody, and we will be back next week with more hilarity. So thanks for listening, and remember, TomWroteABook.com. That's where you go pre-order. It never ends. Got a special thing coming. It is imminent for pre-order, so hang tight, and I will talk to you next week. And I wish you nothing more but all nothing but the best. And bye bye.